0: We're talking Allbirds on the program the other day. We're interested because um, one of the founders, of course, is New Zealander, Tim Brown. We must never forget that. But they were once darlings of of the cool kids like Silicon Valley. But uh, tough times have arrived for the company. The share price is down. The debt pile's growing. But they are hoping to turn things around with some some exciting things in the pipeline, apparently. The Allbirds co-founder... Uh, Tim Brown is with us from, I think it's San Francisco. Tim, you're still in San Francisco? Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm extremely well indeed. Talk to me about the state of your company as you would see it at the moment. How are you feeling about it?
1: Uh, Seven years in, Mike, to to what we believe can be a 100-year journey. This thing has come from humble beginnings. It was founded in a Cuba Street apartment when I was playing soccer for the Phoenix not that long ago. And it's come further than I ever thought it would. This idea has been extraordinarily resilient. Uh, I think part of you know, our, our focus on sustainability and natural materials, I think, is part of where the world's going. And we've hit some speed bumps, but I think there's some extraordinary, uh, extraordinary opportunity
0: in our future. So you're as bullish as you ever were. Is that fair?
1: You know, <laughs> this thing's run into so many challenges. Anyone that will start a business will tell you this. At one point, you know, after I retired from from sport, I went to London and I had uh, uh, a small apartment full of wool shoes and people seemingly coming out of the woodwork, Mike, to tell me that it would never work. So this thing's come through far, far greater challenges than, than what we, we face right now. It's a complicated world. We're a publicly listed company. Everything's out out uh, out in the open. We've gone from you know zero to a thousand people and not very...
0: The business of execute really, really well. Right. One of the thing one of the things I've been most interested in with your story is the bricks and mortar aspect of it. You seem bullish on bricks and mortar. Is that the future, at least in part?
1: Yeah, it's part of it. It's it's not the whole story, but it's part of it. I think people still like to buy shoes in shoe stores. They go in and they like to be fitted with that machine that no one knows the name of. It's, a, it's an experience, and we have a store in Britta Martin, Auckland, that's been really successful for us, and so we continue to believe it's full of potential.
0: So w- what sells your shoes? Is it, is it the wool? The sustainability? Is it the look? Is it the price? Is it everything?
1: Uh, 2016, and Time magazine called the shoes the most comfortable in the world, and that was, a, I think, very, very fitting description of uh, of our key point of difference. We're leveraging natural materials, not something that someone else, that anyone else really does, uh, in the footwear space, and we're trying to deliver extraordinary comfort uh, connected to a minimalist design approach, which again is different from the rest of the industries. So, that's been the that's been the. Uh The starting point and and I think it's a big part of how we're going to continue to deliver products into the future.
0: How much advice do you get from people saying hey you want to change the look or you want to put a bit of this on it? I mean I'm looking the other day Crocs with McDonald's got launched and you put a whole bunch of crap on them. Uh, Nike sell based on basketball players and the hype around that. Do do people give you a lot of advice on how to do things differently?
1: Yeah well they gave us a lot of advice when we started too Mike. They said this is never going to work. You can't launch with one shoe. You can't make a shoe out of wool. And your approach to, to designing footwear uh, is too simple, it's too refined, it's not going to work. And, you know, so you've got you, you got to hold true to these principles. If anything, you know, part of the, uh, the moment that we're in is to go back to those principles and to hold on to them even tighter rather than to walk away from them.
0: Do people get wool? Do they understand it and like it?
1: Product in a lot of different markets around the world, and it's, it's different. I think New Zealanders are very knowledgeable in America. I think they hear wool, and they think hot and scratchy. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you put it against your skin. You feel it. You understand the story. Uh, for 50 years, we've been in- innovating out of materials made from plastic, um, and uh, nature's making a comeback. We see it in the ground. We see, on the ground. We see it with our consumers. And once they understand, um, there's nothing better, and you don't go back.
0: And what about just general breakthrough in a, in a market the size of America, 320, 350 million people? How do you get a noise that people even know you're alive and existing?
1: Well, a- again, you know, if I go back to seven years ago when we founded that we've come so far, uh, and yet there's a, a whole bunch of people... We're in the early, early beginnings of a shift away from synthetic materials towards natural ones, and that what we stand for is part of what consumers... Are increasingly demanding, and there's very few people in the in the fashion industry and in the footwear industry that are doing that. So there's a big opportunity. It's going to take time, seven yeah. years. Yeah. Like I sort of said, there's a, there's a long way to go here.
0: Did Silicon? Were you cool for a while and not so cool now, if I can put it that way, with the Silicon Valley crowd, et cetera?
1: Oh yeah, I don't know that um, the Silicon I So I I, I don't um, I don't know if we were we were cool before and not cool now. I, it, it's. I don't think that's sort of really how you build a brand for the long term. I think you stand for a few things, and you stand for those over a long period of time. And that's what we're trying to do. And those things will, you know, the the, the whims of fashion will will come and go. And I think what we stand for is something more uh, long term. And you know, we'll, we'll we'll stick with that, and we'll see how it goes.
0: What have you learned out of being publicly listed, and would you recommend it?
1: Uh yeah. It's it's the Premier League of business and it is uh, really uh, a big challenge. We've got to prove that we can't just – we're not – that's the opportunity. Uh, look, this thing's come so far, uh, further than I ever thought we could take it. But it's funny, you know, you have a little bit of success and then things get harder. Mm. So now, we, now we've got to dig in um, and we've got to go again. And like I sort of said – there's, uh, this, this, this idea and this business has overcome far larger challenges than the ones that lay in front of us at the moment.
0: Fantastic. Well, good to catch up with you. Go well with it, and we'll stay in touch and look forward to uh, talking again soon. Appreciate it very much. Tim Brown, uh, Allbirds co-founder, co- New Zealander, flying the flag internationally.
1: For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live
0: to Newstalk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.